0: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: Bet Sunday on V the Sports Betting Network. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook here on Live Bet Sunday. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Pamela Maldonado here as well, and we've got a good one. Finally, living up to the expectations. This postseason has stunk, the games haven't been great. But the one we're all waiting for is living up to it. What a contest between these two folks. 27-24. Kansas City currently on top. 14-20 left to go in the fourth quarter. Bills trying to make something happen here in a response. Just like that, Josh Allen runs this thing down to about the second and one. But going back to what we talked about really quickly, Pam, this is kind of your worry is for Buffalo as this game goes along. And if you're going to start trading scores here, you got to sneak in suspicion that, If the Chiefs have the ball, like we'll call it last, right, Right. with a little time left, it's hard to imagine that Kansas City's not going to win this game. Again, averaging 9.1 yards per play after that drive, they're almost getting a first down with every single play. This is a really big problem. The big thing for Buffalo's defense is that their offense is finally, you know, responding, sustaining drives. But the fact that Kansas City has only had the ball for 18 minutes and eight seconds and currently leads 27-24 is insane.
3: And the storyline for us coming in was the connection that Mahomes had built up with Rasheed Rice. Well, it's actually been Travis Kelsey. This is the first game that he's had to be as productive as he had in a while. So, like, that connection is back. So now you're putting your defense on standby to, like, hey, now you're going to go with the guy that's been in this position before, Patrick Mahomes, with his go-to guy in Travis Kelsey, who both of them right now is on fire. That is a very—do you want to go score-to-score right now with an offense that is clicking— that hasn't clicked all season.
2: By the way, my um my number 1 and number 2 quarterbacks going at it right now in the <laughs> AF, uh, in the divisional round and uh, looking pretty damn good. Pretty <laughs> damn good. All right, we'll get back to football momentarily, but we are of course a betting network and I do have to mention this. This was for anybody, right, we have the, uh, we have the uh, NFL playoffs going on, right? Not many people are paying attention to sports outside of what's going on in the National Football League. We actually had an early tip in the National Basketball Association, 12.30 p.m. Pacific time. Los Angeles Clippers, after four days off, were playing host to the Brooklyn Nets. A regular season game, nothing really too crazy, except for the results. How about this today from the Los Angeles Clippers? They win this game, Pam, as 10-point favorites. They win by 11. They end the game on a 22 to nothing run. They score 22 straight points, and they end up winning and covering. And, geez, what a play. I have to interrupt myself. The Bills just ran a fake punt on fourth and five and got stymied. So Kansas City's going to take over on a short field here. 27-24, 12-49 mm. left to go in the fourth. Absolutely hate it. That is – Just keep – I don't – look, if you want to go for it, go for it. Keep your offense on the field. I, I've never loved fake special teams – your offense is performing pretty well here.
3: Oh, extremely! Yeah, you're Not averaging running. about
2: five and a half yards per play. You got 317 total yards. You can't get a stop. Totally understand that you want to go for it here, but don't put Josh Allen up.
3: Josh, put put it in the ball. Put the ball in the hands of Josh Allen, who has 62 rushing yards right now and only 10 attempts. He is very every bit as effective as any running back. Why did they do that? Yeah.
2: Uh, by the way, we should know. Let me see. Let me do some. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah,
3: a short field. Oof.
2: I uh, wanted to note too because I should have done this earlier. We are over the pre-flop total of 46. We're right? at 51 total uh, points. And, and again, just uh, like that, we are almost in. That is going to be a about what a 15 20 yard scamper all the way into the red zone. And of course, a first and goal it looks like coming up for the Kansas City Chiefs after Isaiah Pacheco gets a big run. This is again. This is where you're playing with fire. Going for that is not the problem. It's the way you go for it. You don't get it. And just like that, a defense, which has given up over nine yards of play, cannot get a stop to save their lives. Now on the verge of giving up another touchdown here as the Chiefs are going to have a first and goal at about the five-yard line. We're looking to see whether or not Pacheco, uh, Pacheco's feet were out of bounds. Looks like it's not the case. That is the eighth play of 20 or more yards for the Kansas City Chiefs here in this game against Buffalo.
3: I knew that Pacheco was going to be a factor. I'm happy to see it come to fruition. It was a little bit slow out of the gate, but been utilizing him since.
2: Ooh, we might have a big one up. here. So that's a big run. The ball squirts out in the end, goes out of bounds, but in the end zone. So we're going to see a review. Right now they're marking this down at the one-yard line for Kansas City. The Bills team players, of course, are pointing the other way. If this is indeed a fumble out of bounds through the end zone, this is going to be a Bills ball. Oh, At the 25-yard line. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. The Chiefs were rushing up to get the ball off, but that's not going to be it. So they're going to review this. So, again, right now what we're looking at, if this is, of course, the faded fumble into the end zone, (laughs) this would be a turnover, and this would be the Bills ball going back the other way at the 25-yard line. What do you see? This is going to be pretty close. I I would say that there's not enough to turn it over, but that's pretty close. I don't. It doesn't look like the rear end is down. McCole Hardman, of course, the focus of this, he was the one – Running the ball, so if his rear end is down, we'll see if that's going to be the case. That's not
3: the angle to
2: show. Ooh, but that looks like that might be loose. If that, that is loose. All right, so we'll review. We'll see if this review comes <laughs> in. But uh, a big play here for the Buffalo Bills because again, that's just... it's going to be a second and goal here at the one inch yard line, and I don't know if I don't know Hardman was down. This is, I they would need say to show right. us a
3: different angle from.
2: Well, I think you can see the shadow under him. So we'll see if this is going to be the case. We're going to go to commercial break. Uh, let's see. All right, let's say. Say say or the broadcast is saying it's a fumble. No, but it was it was not called the fumble. Correct. They they ruled it at the one. So that is the thing. You have to have the evidence. People on the broadcast saying that it is a fumble. I think that is a fumble as well. Looking at that replay, and I'll bet when we come back, it is going to be Buffalo Bills ball at the twenty-five yard line.
3: What if the red all along was for the Chiefs? <laughs> it's still oh, on mean, the it, logo. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's still on the logo.
2: I mean oh, no, so I mean so fun. what were the colors though? It was purple and red? It was red. Yeah, so well they wouldn't come to fruition, right? Because the Lions don't have any purple, right. nor do the San Francisco 49ers. So that would be sad if this uh two game tra- or this two year trend comes to an end, uh if it gets broken by the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, if they end up going on and winning this thing. All right. So that's the case that we're studying right now. I mentioned I just wanted to mention that uh that finish in the Nets game because basketball is absolutely ridiculous. Um and a twenty two to nothing Wait. run to end. Oh the yeah, game there
3: you go. I that. was like, what was the run? Yeah, twenty two. Twenty
2: two to, to nothing to cover a 10-point a, a spread. That's, it's one of the it more mind-boggling losses that you're going to have. <laughs> uh, absolutely. All right. So as we get ready, we're welcoming in our new audience, of course, we we been get ready for the NFC Championship game. Uh, let's refresh what we're looking at here for that matchup. And where you're at, Pam, because I don't think a, really we've gotten a, a full effort on there, excuse me, a, a full breakdown. But as you look, Detroit, a six-and-a-half-point underdog with that total of 51, what are your initial thoughts on what you would want to bet <sighs> there in the NFC Championship game?
3: Unfortunately, I think, I think it pains me to say as a Lions fan, I think it comes to an end for them here. Can they be competitive and stay within what I'm hoping the number two be at seven, currently six and a half? Yes. Do I think they can come out with the upset? I think that's a little bit more difficult. The 49ers defense, as vulnerable as it has been against the run, it is still that's the narrative I'm going to follow. Jared Goff on the road. This is, you're no longer in your home stadium. You your defense just got gashed yesterday against Baker Mayfield. If Brock Purdy can have himself a just a normal day that he has been he's used to having all season long, the 49ers should come away with it.
2: Do I lay it, is what you would say?
3: I would lean right now. Early lean right now would be the 49ers, 6.5.
2: Yeah, for me, it would be under 51 uh, for this game. Because I think when you look at both of these teams, right, we know exactly how they want to operate. We're talking about two teams that want to operate through their ground game. They, they yeah. want to run the ball. They want to control time of possession. And there can be explosive plays. We're waiting for a, a call here. We'll see what the call is for KC and Buffalo. But I think for me, initially, the, th- the thought would be under. Because you have two teams that want to operate with their ground game. And from there, you get a clock that's going to bleed. That is going to be a turnover. So the Oof. Buffalo Bill, that is going to be a fumble into the end zone, a touchback as a result. And the Bills are going to take <laughs> over at the 25-yard line, playing 4-D chess. They knew it the whole time. You go for it on fourth and five because you know, hey, You're guess gonna what? You're going to get the
3: ball right F- back. Force the fumble into the end zone.
2: <laughs> a massive play. Casey, by the way, had flashed as a six-and-a-half-point favorite in-game before this thing. So a wow. big swing of events here. For the Buffalo Bills, we're looking to go down potentially by double digits, but instead you're going to get the ball back only down by three points in this matchup. What a play. What a swing. Holy smokes. You're going to look back at this one, and that's going to make the difference. And I'll say this. So, again, this is going to be part of the conversation. Everybody's going to complain about the play, right? Oh, fumble in the end zone. It shouldn't count. It's one of the dumbest plays. I think the fumble out of bounds is one of the dumbest plays. In every really? other sport, if you go out of bounds, it goes the other direction, right? Soccer goes the other direction. Basketball goes the other direction. I think it should go the other direction every time you fumble out of bounds. Right. So the fact that the end zone is only it, that's my hot take, but everybody's going to complain about the, uh, the end zone fumble rule. It's gonna be it. I guess that counts as a takeaway, huh? Thirty-three. They're flashing the uh, regular and postseason thirty-three takeaways here. You have any hot takes on the fumble into the end zone? No. No? <laughs> Don't really care either way. A All takeaway
3: right. is a takeaway. If that helps. That also helps with an under. If you took the under fourteen in the fourth quarter pre-game, which I did. Ugh, I hate these unders.
2: You took under fourteen in the fourth quarter. Pre-game. Pre-game. Okay. Yeah. All right. How many do we have here in this? Uh, Seven. All right. I mean, judging by the way, these teams are moving. I don't know. Yeah, you're going to sweat that thing out. But that was big for you. You're right, because that was a, that was a big one. That was going to, of course, push that number right there. All right, in-game, by the way, too. Chiefs still 2.5-point favorite. It's heavily juiced to the favorite side at minus 1. 90 over at DraftKings. Total has dipped down to 60.5, shaded to the over at minus 135. So we'll see if the Bills can respond. Um, expanding on what we're talking about, though, not only are these going to be two teams going back to, like, the NFC Championship game, what we're looking at, uh, and under 51 for me, the ground games are, are certain that that's going to be a strength. You get a Lions team that plays really well against the run. I mean, we saw it against the uh, in the first round, of course, for the uh, for the Detroit Lions. Shot right. a little bit here too against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Although um, Rashad White did have some explosive plays, that the Buccaneers ended up averaging 5.9 yards per attempt, but only had 15 yards on the ground. We're pretty explosive in that regard. But you have a Lions team that's going to, I think, be able to play the run pretty well. I also think, to your point that you've brought up a couple of times. There is a difference in playing at home, like inside on the fast track, now all of a sudden going out there. Is it going to be rainy in the Bay Area? We've seen some rain and some storms in the, along the West Coast over these last couple of days and weeks. It actually, it rained a little bit out here today. But I think the change in terms of what you're seeing in the environment, the ability for a pass rush to get after Jared Goff, he has not really been pressured a whole bunch in these first two games that we have seen so far between the Rams and the Buccaneers. I think that makes a difference here too. So under 51, be very curious to see what the market does if it's in agreement with me. But under 51, the initial thought for me, in that matchup in the NFC Championship game. All right, we'll take our break. When we come back, let's recap where we stand with our confidence place. Uh, I got one in the books here that's gonna help me out because of the first few weeks, or first few games of the divisional round, uh, I had slipped to the negative, but uh, a dub here already as this game has gone over the total. So let's recap our confidence picks. We're getting down to the wire. Who is gonna be on the hook for lunch? I don't <laughs> know, we'll find out though. Confidence place on the other side. You see the scene here at Circus Sports. Uh, Somebody out there is thumping on the floor. The environment is awesome. It looks super tight and pensive now. We're just waiting for some plays here as Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs back at it again. Second and five for the Chiefs as they continue to just gouge this Buffalo defense. But a big opportunity here as the Bills are going to have a third and seven, third and eight defensively to get off the field and get the ball back to their offense after they had to punt it away on a fourth and 12. They actually had a big play downfield, the Bills did, uh, but receiver could not bring it in. So a 3rd-and-12 that looked like it was going to be a 1st-and-10 deep in Kansas City territory turned out to be a 4th-and-12. They punted back. Now here 3rd-and-6 with, uh you could argue, I mean, the game on the line, only in that this Kansas City Chiefs team is not being stopped, Pam. So if you right. can't get off the field here and you got an offense that's averaging about 9 yards per play still with the ball with just under 9 minutes left, oh boy. sphincters yep. are tightening out there in Buffalo.
3: And What were we talking about earlier um, in the first half where the game script – earlier did not call for a Josh Allen interception. You were getting plus money, but it was probably like one plus 120, plus 150 range. Now he's getting plus 325 to throw an interception. We just saw him go deep downfield. If you you are now in a play from behind situation, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, if the Chiefs score again or even get in field goal range, that's going to put a lot more pressure on Josh Allen to air it out.
2: Yep. Fourth and six, but we have a flag, it looks like, being thrown onto the field. At least I think I saw a piece of yellow fly across the camera. We'll see if the uh, Chiefs are going to be able to maintain this drive. If there is a penalty, man, if they get bailed out here, it's going to be pretty big. Uh, but to your point too about the, the need to throw the ball if you give up a play here, especially if it's going to be a ten-point game, right? I think, mm-hmm. I think it relies on what happens. So right. if if the if the Chiefs settle for a field goal at the end of this drive, if this drive is extended and they make it um, right thirty to twenty-four, it's a six-point game, then. I don't think it's worth playing only because then you can still maintain, right? You can still play your offense. You can still run the ball. You can still control the line of scrimmage because you're still within one score and you don't have to get aggressive. If it's a 10 point game and they score a touchdown, then I think playing Josh Allen to throw an interception is going to be worth it because when you're down by 10 with assuming, let's say what seven minutes left to go, because more time is going to be off this clock. If it's a touchdown drive, they're going to call past interference of the bills too here, by the way. So this is going to be a first down and a fresh set of downs for Kansas city. So if it becomes a 10-point game, then I think I'm down with the play on Josh Allen to throw an interception because you've got to make up two possessions in just over a half left in the fourth quarter. That's when I think the odds of you throwing an interception really start to ratchet up, and I'll be interested to see if the market responds to that I was going to say,
3: the plus right now is plus 325, so maybe you'll get a better number if the Chiefs do come, up, come out with a score.
2: Yeah, and yeah, we'll see if it's a field goal or a touchdown, but a bad news right there with 926 left to go after conversation and a really... The, the the story in the second half has been the Bills' offense kind of locking up a bit here. Only 80 total yards in this second half so far for the Buffalo Bills. You have just over 180 for the Kansas City Chiefs. So again, speaking of the injuries that you've got on defense, but also this Kansas City defense kind of locking down a bit here, right? And one of the big low-key things that we saw transpire here is the fact that, remember, Gabe Davis ended up not playing at this game because of an injury. We just watched Khalil Shakir go down with an injury as well and drop back mm-hmm. to the locker room, so we'll see if he's available again. But not only the injuries defensively, Pam, but against a really good and young secondary for the Kansas City Chiefs, you're starting to get thin at wide receiver. I think that's played into this uh, this role of only 80 total yards here in the second half for the Bills.
3: Yeah, the fourth quarter line, 17-1 and one to the under this season for the Kansas City Chiefs in large part because of that defense. The line was 14 uh, pregame. In-game, it was still the same 14. Seven are scored right now, but it was from the Chiefs' offense. So we'll see if the defense can at least hold or Mahomes puts up a score himself.
2: First and 10 for Kansas City is going to fall incomplete. Uh, All right, as we're waiting to see what's going to transpire here, we were talking about the NFC Championship game, and I wanted to spin this forward to the AFC Championship game. We'll start with Kansas City. You... And I think very fairly, just like everybody else, has been very critical of this Kansas City Chiefs offense because of how disjointed it has looked at times. Right, We're seeing what they're doing here. We saw what they did in the cold against Miami. Again, 410 total yards. Probably should have scored 30 more uh, more points than they did over some drives died down there in the red zone against Miami. Has your opinion changed on this Kansas City offense over these two games that we have watched? And if they make it to the AFC Championship game, does it change how you would view a matchup with Baltimore in the next round should they get there?
3: That's very difficult. Um, I would say from the run game perspective, I am very happy to see Isaiah Pacheco utilized every which way that I thought that he was. I was so heavy on his props coming into this game because he had not played Buffalo up until this point. He is highly effective right now, Um, 13 carries, 86 yards for six and a half yards per carry that matters to me that has been opening up the plays a lot more for Patrick Mahomes at least here in the second half but the problem still is and we are seeing it he's kind of off target his wide receivers aren't there but I am also happy that at least in the first half we saw a connection with Travis Kelsey something that we really haven't seen in the last few weeks as of late there was that whole narrative of oh his girlfriend's in town Taylor Swift (laughs) Throw that out the window. He's really been ineffective as a wide receiver. Today, that narrative has kind of changed. Uh, That connection seems to be at least back in gridlock for right now. I like the run game being utilized. That's going to be stifled if you're going up against the Ravens. I don't know. I I don't have – I have confidence in Mahomes. I don't have confidence in the Chiefs' offense as a whole.
2: I think that – so I've been kind of stubborn in this. And like we talked about with their quarterback rankings, it's Patrick Mahomes. Right. Like he's been there, he's done that, and we're seeing in this postseason that what we have seen that he still has the ability to really accelerate this offense in a way that we haven't seen throughout the regular season. I think it does kind of help that Kadarius-Tony has not been available. Um, right. Tony has kind of been part of the issue, right, front and center with this offense, the drops, the penalties, everything in between. It's been a big driving factor as to why we've seen this uh, this disjointed nature offensively for Kansas City. And not to say that you don't want him to play because any other weapon for a receiving court like this is really going to help. But I do think that there is something to this team getting better. And we have seen this team starting to get better as the season has gone along. Right. And I think it's, it, it would be foolish on us to assume that the mistakes are going to resume, especially when you're talking about, again, a team that has been there and done that. They're going for their third Super Bowl in four years against the Baltimore Ravens team that we were just talking about narratively right yesterday. Can they win a playoff game? Can they get to an AFC championship game? And we know that Lamar has won one playoff game, but that has been the narrative and and the the criticism for this Baltimore team. I like what I've seen from Kansas City offensively. And I think that you, like not, not just you, but you, the collective you, right? Everybody should be willing to accept that Kansas City is starting to turn things around on offense and adjust your perception of them as such. So let's flip this the other way. Game's not over. Bills can still win this thing. They're about to get the ball back after a punt. If the Bills win and move on, what is your opinion of Buffalo going on the road against Baltimore, and has that changed after watching this matchup? Assuming, again, we're, we're doing both of these things, that they win this game. What has changed, if anything, about your perception of Buffalo if they make it to Baltimore?
3: That perhaps the injuries that we've been talking about all week long have not been as much of an issue as predicted. Uh, I mean, they're decimated at every defensive key position starting – it hasn't really, really. It hasn't really affected them as much as I thought that it would. Well, I,
2: think, I, I, I would disagree in that only because like Kansas City is averaging eight yards per play. Right. right? They are beating them up, and I think for me. But the I think takeaways... it's mass
3: because of the offense has been so efficient sure. that the defense hasn't really needed to step up in a in a way that it was. It's not being forced to step up because the offense has been running efficiently.
2: The offense has been. and I think that for me is my worry. If if the Bills move on to Baltimore. And again, you want to see if they're going to be healthier, right? Because guys can play if that's going to be the case for next week. But if you're going to this be this beat up again, I mean, I'm looking at a team that right now has giving up 353 total yards and 8.4 yards per play in this game against Kansas City. Specifically, you mentioned Pacheco, 7.3 yards per attempt on the ground. If you're going to be beat up again in both places, right? Not only in your defense, but if you're beat up again a wide receiver yeah. against yeah. this secondary for Baltimore, I, 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 I got to tell you, my initial thought right now watching this for, for Buffalo is to lay it with Baltimore if they make it on. Because right. Baltimore is just in a better position from a secondary Healthy. standpoint, right? They're healthier. Getting they're, Mark Andrews. Yep, they're, they might get Mark Andrews back. They're playing at home. And if you're going to be this thin if you're Buffalo and the way that you have looked defensively in this game, that's going to be pretty bad, I think. Because I don't know if you're going in there and you're going to be able to dominate time of possession 30 minutes so far in terms of time of possession for the Bills at the start of this drive.
3: Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Pam's making noises. because so We have a massive play <laughs> downfield. Uh, for Stephon Diggs, that's going to fall incomplete. Man, Josh Allen can throw the ball. It's absolutely ridiculous.
3: And I guess also the uh, to extend on that, Josh Allen, what is he? Mobile quarterback. He has been so efficient in his run game, taking off on the ground. Here in this matchup, it has been highly effective, nearly 70 yards. Well, who do the Ravens practice against every single day? The same type of guy. So they're going to have an answer for how to stop him. That pass rush has been one heck of a defensive threat for the Ravens. Yes, I would say like the better matchup, at least from a fan perspective, from watching it, would be the Chiefs because they are in a better position health-wise.
2: Oh yeah, I think if if you're Baltimore, I know we talked about this um, with Samuel who joined us earlier, Samuel and Joku. And by the way, if you want to see the clip of a decent live on Twitter, uh, go check that out. We actually asked him this question right, which is who would he rather, or who would the Ravens rather play? in this matchup and I, I think at this point right now given the injuries and what we've seen I think that was his answer to is I think you're looking at Buffalo I think Definitely. the Baltimore Ravens would rather have Buffalo mm-hmm. and again we'll use the term I mean win equity would you rather have the team going for their third Super Bowl in four years <laughs> coming to your house or the team you know the low not the lowly Buffalo Bills because they're a good franchise but right but the team that just like you know some of these other franchises looking for that Super Bowl and trying to get that monkey after back and get into the promised land and getting a Super Bowl win all right, 27-24, Bill's got the ball, 737 and a third and three. Can they convert this first down? Can they extend the drive, and can they find Pater? Well, they've at least got the first down, oh. but when I get a fumble here, we'll tell you what's going on when we come back.
1: This is Live Bet
2: Sunday on v the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game, get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code VSIN. The crown is yours. Big play here, fourth and three for the Buffalo Bills at midfield trying to extend this drive. Josh Allen going full Allen. Nearly a pick six on the previous play, scrambled up the middle of the field for a big game, but fumbled it, recovered by the Bills to set up this fourth and three, and a big play here for a first down. So, this drive is going to get extended. But what a couple of plays here! You're talking about electrifying, a couple of electrifying plays there that would have set the tone for this game potentially. But Allen of the Bills still alive as they extend this on a fourth and three. And as Caesar tells me in my ear, from an in game standpoint, Buffalo Bills now favored. Uh, would make some sense. You're driving, 4.46 left to go. Fresh set of downs in opponent territory. Uh, what do we got here, 1.5? Something like that uh, in, for, in favor of the Buffalo Bills, 2.5? So we'll see what that line is. Uh, is But right now, 27-24 for the Buffalo Bills with four minutes and 45 seconds left to go. Another big play is going to put them, I shouldn't say big play, a solid play. It's yeah. going to set them up for about a second and five.
3: That interception almost came through.
2: <laughs> it did, it did. I, it, yeah, it was, uh, it was a McDuffie, I think, that came in, and it looked like he had a beat on it, but ultimately it fell incomplete. But this is a – look, this has been a pretty uh, – those mistakes aside, right, the almost interception and then the fumble. Right. Allen has played this game very, very well. Yes. And if they fall short today, uh, it would be because of a defense that has been really uh, beat up and given up a ton of big plays. And this is where this, this drive becomes pretty interesting, Pam, because remember famously – 13 seconds, right? The Kansas City Chiefs beating the Buffalo Bills at home in that playoff game, getting the ball back with only 13 seconds driving downfield and getting a score out of it to end up winning that contest. Now, if you're Buffalo, you've got to handle this drive correctly because given the way your defense is played, you can't give this ball back to Patrick (laughs) Mahomes with too much time. And too much time, given the fact that the Chiefs have two timeouts, Could be about a minute. Like, so you've really got to work this clock while also finding the balance of not taking too much time.
3: Look at the drives that the Chiefs have had where they have scored. A two-minute drive, three-minute drive. Yeah, if you give them anything right now, three and a half, with the way the offense is clicking right now, that is very risky. This is – I like this game. This is every bit as um, coming to fruition as we thought it was going to be. Exciting.
2: All right, first down for Buffalo again inside of the 30-yard line. So – you're assuming you're going to walk up here, you're going to let the clock run, and you're going to uh, try to take as much time as possible. And, in fact, with three minutes and seven seconds left in the play clock in the clock running, if uh, you want to score a touchdown with no time left, I think that's going to be the goal here for Buffalo, and you're at least in the, ga- the position to do that right now. So 2.57 left to go, first and 10 for the Buffalo Bills, currently trailing by three with a trip to Baltimore on the line in the AFC Championship game. And Patrick Mahomes just waiting for an opportunity. If they do trail here at the end of this drive, get this ball back and win this. And we were, uh, we were t- well, we were mentioning this <laughs> off the air as a run for James Cooks to go for about two yards. At least I was, you know, narratively we we like for the latter portion of the season, and rightfully so. We've talked so much about Kansas City and the struggles and the issues. I mean, for both of these teams, really, it's actually kind of poetic, right? <laughs> both of these teams we've talked about underachieving and issues on offense and shooting yourselves in the foot and mistakes and all of this. And one of these teams is going to go to the AFC Championship game and take on the Baltimore Ravens. But specifically when it comes to the Chiefs at the end of winning this game, like I was singing their praises, like there's just something about, about athletes who know how to win and are in position to do so. And the Chiefs, given everything they've gone through this season, to have a three-point lead with two minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, we're going to get to the two-minute warning here. And on the verge of another AFC Championship game, I, it's, it's, I, it's incredible to watch this level of greatness transpire every single year despite the shortcomings on their roster that we have seen.
3: If there was ever a time for your offense to show up it is in this game when it matters most it's you lose you're out. Yeah, this has been very interesting because this is not at all. This is why I was so high on the under was because I thought this was going to be a very defensive battle because of the lackluster of offense we have seen from both teams. But then you said it right now about Josh Allen that he is right now he had that potential of interception. They had that fumble inside the end zone, but then he has been every bit as good all season long. They just haven't really been able to be consistent with that offense. This is why they've had an up-and-down season, but here we are.
2: All right, I'm looking through some of the props right now just to grade some, to let people know where we're at here. So uh, let's talk passing yards really quickly. Josh Allen closed 227.5 passing yards. He's at 185 right now, so trending under. Patrick Mahomes, 255 half total passing yards. What you close at DraftKings, 215 currently right now for Mahomes. Mahomes over passing touchdowns. That was shaded to the over at minus 150, over one and a half, so he's got two. Josh Allen with another passing touchdown would go over. His number closed, one and a half, shaded to the under at minus 130. Passing completions. Josh Allen over that already. 22 and a half was the number, shaded to the under at minus 130. He's got 26. He's also over his pass attempts, That number closed 32-and-a-half. He's at 37. Mahomes trending under for both of those. Pass completions for Mahomes was 24-and-a-half. Shaded to the under at minus 130. He's got 17. And passing attempts for Mahomes was was 35-and-a-half. He's at 23 right now. So highly unlikely, unless this game goes to overtime, that that thing is going to go over. Longest completions so far. Uh, Josh Allen, longest completion for him, Closed at 33 and a half, shaded to the over at minus 120. Haven't gotten there yet. Longest completion, two guys tied for it right now. Latavius Murray and Stephon Diggs, both with completions of 15 yards. Mahomes, longest completion for him, 34 and a half. Just under that mark right now. Marcus Valvis gantling on that first play of the third quarter had a reception for 32 yards. Uh, The number for him, again, was 35 and a half. So we're still trending under for both of those guys as we sit right now. A few
3: that you did not mention was Isaiah Pacheco over 61 and a half rushing that hit. Of course, the Pacheco he has 14. Mm-hmm. It was total was 14 carries. He's at 13. Potentially Chiefs could be getting the ball back. Josh Allen anytime touchdown. Yes, James Cook 85 and a half scrimmage yards. He's at 83. And then Stefan Diggs, that was the one that I was liking pre. That was 62. I liked the under on 62 and a half rush on 62 and a half receiving. I also said under 42 and a half. And right now he's at 21.
2: Yep. And uh, right now Pacheco too, over his longest reception of the day, 10 and a half uh, with his lone catch of the day, one reception for 14 yards. All right, as we wait, Caesar, can we do the confidence picks? As we got now our first play after the, under, uh, the other side of the two-minute warning. So we have our confidence picks uh, that we have and we've been doing here a show-wide, a little competition, uh, dinner or lunch, at Saginaw's. And as we sit right now, everybody in the green. This is a big one, though, for the competition. Caesar uh, with the lead at plus 11. I got over a plus one with the over in this game. Uh, and Pam sitting on the Bills, you mean the Chiefs, plus two and a half. So Caesar's on the Bills, Pam's on the Chiefs, where well, everybody's in the green right now. But this is going to go a long way toward the side of this thing, potentially. Both of you guys, uh, Caesar's got four. So Caesar's going to have the lead regardless of what transpires in this game. It's going to be whether or not he gets brought down to the Packer, loses four points, and sits at plus, uh, what, seven? While Sam, uh, while Pam can sit there at plus four. So, but hey. I,
3: I made the mistake twice when I was in the wild card. Remember no. I said, um, I was like, well, the Packers are my lowest confidence. I feel like I should have put them a little bit higher. That should have been a little bit higher. Yesterday, I liked the everything that I said about backing the over for the Packers was you looked to me and you said, well, Aren't you saying that you like the Packers?
2: I mean, you were giving me nothing. I was trying to, like, push you <laughs> in the right direction.
3: I liked, I just couldn't convince myself enough to, yes, be confident with backing the Packers against the spread, um, this, which is why I leaned to the over. But I made the same mistake twice, underestimating my uh, trust in the Packers.
2: Big mistake here for the Buffalo Bills. They do not convert on a third down and they are going to kick this ball 44 yard attempt down 3 147 left to go the kick is going to go up and it is no good so it's going to go wide to right chiefs right now up on top 27 24 bills got two timeouts and a minute 43 left and that might be the nail in the coffin for the buffalo bills
3: you know what i'm it ain't over till the fat lady sings i am going to keep my mouth hush because I have some money on a few things, and that field goal helped in every way.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a a very big miss. wasn't even close. Uh, that hooked hard to the right. Kind of knew it the second his left he left his foot. Bass looking pretty dejected. So just like that, Chiefs in terms of the win probability, that thing's gonna spike like crazy. Chiefs in game money line price minus nineteen hundred right now. You're getting nine to one coming back on the Buffalo Bills. This is uh, looks like. We're going to get an AFC championship game between Baltimore and Kansas City. After all of the convention, after all of the, oh, my God, the Chiefs, they're done. It's over. This team stinks right now. According to the betting odds, they have a 95% chance to win this game.
3: Uh, I'm going to hold on. Let's hold on. (laughs) I want to see all of this come to fruition. Please get that first down. Lock this up because the unders that I kept saying, eventually, they ended up hitting. The under on 59, the under for the fourth quarter, under for the second half. Check, check, check. Because of that missed field goal. If that missed field goal, if it was not a missed field goal, potentially going into overtime, if not a downfield touchdown from Mahomes, who's very capable and all of those could go kaput. Now they're very much live. Just get another down.
2: All right. Just a couple of yards away, a second and two after a big run from Pacheco here. Second and two right now at the Kansas city, 42 yard line, just get that first down. And the Kansas city chiefs are going to go to the AFC championship game yet again, potential date with Baltimore on the line. And, uh, Pretty high probability that we're getting Ravens Chiefs for the AFC Championship championship game. All right, when we come back, we'll see if we got the AFC Championship game set. And if we do, we'll take our first look at Baltimore, Kansas City, and what we expect is this run's going to go for a first First down, down. and the Chiefs are on their way to the AFC Championship game. You see the celebration, the Travis Kelsey jersey, a little tight, but he's feeling it. Let's go, Chiefs, one win away from the Super Bowl. Make sure you hit up the vcin.com picks page. If you're a pro subscriber, you get unlimited access. Got a lot of picks up on the website. And, of course, we'll give you 10% off an annual subscription. Check it out now. Promo code is live, L-I-V-E, promo code live. We give you 10% off an annual subscription. Check it out now, vcin.com slash subscribe. I love nothing more than other people's tears. It's hilarious. And they just zoomed in on a Buffalo Bills fan pulling a beanie over his face and sobbing. I'm not even not crying, sobbing into his beanie. I just tweeted this out, man, and I will say this again. Non, you want non-betting vibes here, 100%? Winners win, dude. And Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, this Chiefs team, they have been there. They have yeah. done that. Sometimes you get luck. Sometimes you get a missed kick. But to, to come into this game, to have the offensive questions that this team has had all season long, and have 361 total yards, soar 27 points, average 7.7 yards per play, and really show no doubt that they were going up and down this field, Pam. What a win for the Kansas City Chiefs, who are now going to Baltimore, and are one win away from going to the Super Bowl and trying to win their third Super Bowl in four years. So let's talk about this. Our look-ahead lines, of course, where Baltimore is about a three-point favorite in this matchup against Kansas City. Let's start there. Your initial thought with the Chiefs catching three on the road against the Man. Baltimore Ravens.
3: if you want to talk about experience for every reason that you just gave, how do you not look at the Chiefs once again? Patrick Mahomes has been here. He's been in the Super Bowl. We were talking about Lamar Jackson. You were so surprised that they haven't been this deep into the postseason before. with well, as they've good, been
2: this deep. They have never hosted. They've never ASC hosted. With yeah. as
3: good of a team as they have been, they've never hosted. So this is a brand new environment for them. This is also the best version of the defense that we've seen from the, from the Ravens. This is also the best, the healthiest that we have seen from the Ravens. But how do you go against Patrick Mahomes and what he's able to produce right now? Yes. The best quarterback.
2: Sixth straight AFC championship game for Kansas city. Some numbers, Patrick Mahomes. And this, this ties into what we're going to see next week. Now, eight and three straight up nine, one and one against the spread as an underdog Mm -mm. in his career after this win. Also, Teams that were leading at halftime in this postseason were seven and zero coming into this AFC divisional matchup between the Chiefs and the Bills. Now seven and one as the Buffalo Bills were leading at halftime and lost out right here today. But
3: it's about the defense. I really like the Chiefs' defense. Um, this is the reason why I was leaning to them to win today. Is because even in this matchup for the second half, one hundred and thirty yards and only seven points allowed. This is, I keep saying that as good of a defense as the Ravens have, so do the Chiefs. So it's going to be more of a defensive metric of who's going to be able to, who's going to handle the pressure more. We saw right now that it was kind of Josh Allen; he couldn't produce when he needed to. You, I trust, I trust Mahomes.
2: You know, it's it's pretty crazy when you look at this. So I think one of the things that'll stick out about this matchup is again one of the flaws that did stick out for Kansas City, and you have to pick, you know, you have to split hairs in a matchup between two of the great teams in their respective conference. 4.7 Four point seven yards on the ground per carry for the Buffalo Bills, 182 total yards right. on the ground for the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen himself, twelve yards, or be twelve carries, seventy-two yards, six yards per attempt, two touchdowns. I'm gonna to venture a guess and say that Baltimore's gonna to want to run the ball here <laughs> this weekend against the Kansas City Chiefs. Can your can the interior of your defense hold up against what is going to be a very physical and high volume rushing attack that you're gonna face on the road next weekend.
3: All of that allowed, and the Chiefs still found a way to win. Mm-hmm. Offensively, they were able to produce. They could have a lot less success going up against a much better Baltimore defense that leads in every defensive metric. Yep. The under could be the look. Okay. Maybe actually the under in this look. Pre flop, I liked the under in this matchup. Obviously, that went haywire, but the live line it hit. Maybe for this, um, it could be a lot more defense versus defense. Lamar Jackson, as good of a runner as he is, they don't really produce a lot of explosive plays. Not as, not as explosive as what we saw from the Bills today.
2: Right now, the uh, initial move. Uh, again, mm-hmm. we mentioned opening Baltimore three, minus three, minus one twenty total opened up forty seven. We're down to forty five and a half mm-hmm. uh, over at DraftKings. So, market in agreement with the thought that maybe the play there is going to be under the total uh, in terms of the opening number between these two. Yeah, I'd be very interested. I think uh, when you're looking at this initial thoughts for me, I think I'd agree generally with the play, maybe being the under, not anything really strong. Now, it's going to be a selfish part of me because, again, I've got this, I've got a Chiefs ticket, but I don't want to take anything out of it. I'm a ride or die kind of guy. But it is, you know, as I kind of talked about in this matchup here, and as, or I should say, as many people talked about in this matchup here, and the numbers would back it up, it is hard to turn down Padre Mahomes as an underdog. Yeah. I know that like we could talk about all the numbers in the world and EPA per play and DVOA and and what you do and all that kind of stuff. Right. But like you know, sometimes you're just talking about teams and players who know how to operate uh, on that level, right? When it talks about winning a championship, it is going to be pretty fascinating to see if it's just like, hey, it's just that simple. Patrick Mahomes catching points. You're nine one and one against the spread. Not even when catching you're points. On them.
3: You just take the money line at this point. Uh, when you're going into the postseason. I don't think spread comes into effect. It's pick the winner and go with the Chiefs money line if that's what you believe.
2: Yeah, it's uh, plus 140 on the money line right now. And uh, right now it's plus three, even money, if you want to go and play that. So that's the interesting part. So let me ask you this. Where does this number end up? Right now it's minus three, minus 120. So it's shaded. So we'll say it's like 3.25. Where do you think this number closes?
3: Similar to today, two and a half.
2: Two and a half minus whatever and minus one twenty favorite. The money favorite? line.
3: I I definitely would expect that the money line is going to come in as well. So if you're saying that the money line for the Chiefs is plus one forty, I would expect by game time plus one thirty.
2: Oh uh, yeah, if it's going to be two and a half, it'll be a little bit shorter than that. But yeah, by minus one twenty four, plus one twenty five, maybe even right. shorter. I mean, we see in these games all the time where your plus side and your money line gets a little cheap uh, because that is, of course, um, what's it called the the fu- the favored side, if you will, not actual favorite, but the market really likes that side, so you'll see a watered down money line price. All right, so. AFC Championship game, Ravens minus three, minus 120. Total down to 45 and a half. These numbers courtesy of DraftKings. NFC Championship game, San Francisco 49ers and the Detroit Lions. Lions catching six and a half. That total is sitting at 51. All right, just pure vibes. What Super Bowl do you want?
3: Do I want? <laughs> well, uh, do I want Lions and then uh, Lamar Jackson, man, of uh, Ravens for my oh. girl Ariel? Huge Ravens fan, and she would just die over. Oh,
2: stop! That's ridiculous. Who cares about friendship? It's about you want. friends, girl gang. Um, give me every bit of Chiefs 49ers. Give me the rematch. I want it again. That was a great Super Bowl the first time around. These, I, I think the, this, the, I, 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 wait. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. I don't care about that. I don't care about that Forty Man. That was like what ten years ago or something like that. I want the rematch from a few years ago. I want Shanahan again versus Andy Reid. I want every bit of it. God, it's gonna be great. All right. Let's do a little fun. Let's do a game. Okay. Let's do it again. Yep. All right, hold on. Let me flip this over. All right, Kansas City Yep. taking on Detroit. Guess the line, Super Bowl-wise. What is Pam's line? What are you thinking? KC, seven. Kansas City, minus seven. Uh, okay. All right. Kansas City, San Francisco.
3: KC, San Francisco, San Fran, minus
2: three. Okay, minus three. Baltimore and Detroit.
3: Baltimore seven and a half.
2: Okay, And Baltimore, San Francisco? Two and a
3: half. In favor of? uh, Ravens. Nope. Uh. San Francisco, two and a half.
2: Okay. Your numbers are very tight if you're going to swing two and a half points either direction. (laughs) Um, I think for the most part, I would say Kansas City, San Francisco is probably, I'll get my guess at one and a half. I think it's going to be under three. I don't think you're going to give Mahomes three on a a neutral, right? Right. I think you're right in generally that you're looking at. Seven and a half on a neutral for Baltimore-Detroit seems pretty big. I'll say four and a half in favor of Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore-San Francisco, I think you're in the right track, but I'll say one and a half in favor of San Francisco. And then KC-Detroit, again, I think it's a little big on a neutral, so we'll go KC minus four for my guesses for the Super Bowl. So, man, either way, it's going to be good. All right, final prognosis, last 90 seconds. Best bet for NFC Championship game as it sits right now for you. 49ers, or a half, total of 51 Best bet in the NFC Championship game is what?
3: Lions if it's 7.
2: Okay, waiting for 7 on the Lions. Might yes. get there. Favorite side is uh, is shaded that way at about minus 120. Okay. Chiefs Ravens. Best bet for you. 3 with a total of 45 and a half. Under. Under 45, 45 and, a and a half. All right. What what do you think that's playable to? If you're talking about playing that, what do you think you like what is the stopping point for you on playing under 45 and a half?
3: 44.
2: Okay, 44. All right, for me, it's going to be Kansas City plus the 3 and under 51. For Detroit and San Francisco in those championship games. Either way, we got some good ones. and We can't wait until next week. It's going to be absolutely tremendous. Tough loss for the Buffalo Bills. Sometimes you get a little luck. Like we talked about winners winning. Sometimes things go your way. And sometimes the opposing kicker comes out and just shanks it to the right. And you're moving to the AFC championship game. But what a contest that was. Looking forward to it. All right, coming up next, uh, Dave Ross is going to take it from here. Uh, as these numbers settle in, And we see what the market's going to do with these AFC and NFC championship games. Watch the early action come in to see where the market wants to push this and shape this. But these are some tight numbers that we're at at this point right now, folks. So wouldn't expect a ton of movement on these lines uh, in the next coming days. And really, up until game time, outside of maybe some weather, this is probably essentially what we're going to get for the rest of the week between these two teams. All right, Wes Reynolds, Dave Ross coming at you next in a show that I don't remember the name of. (laughs) What do we got? Nothing? All right. Now, the look ahead, thank you very much. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds, coming at you next year on VCIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thank you.